Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. First up, the man responsible for AW, Brandon. How are you? It's only been a couple days. You up to anything? Am I up to anything? No, we might uh, head over to Old City after this, hanging out Friday night, special edition. I think we'll be posting it Tuesday. or We'll post it on Tuesday. Yeah. Where are you going in Old City? Not sure yet. Meeting up with some friends. They're going to so. plow on the star, I bet. Is that place still open? Yeah. Right, Chris? Chris, you're the man responsible for NXT. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, Short answer, yeah. Uh, Long answer, when it came to handling the pandemic, those, as far as Old City goes, that place fucking gets the gold medal. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, look, they were always very successful, um, and they probably had a lot of money. Uh, that being said, they installed like permanent awnings outside to cover the street. They had a bunch of tables outside. I mean, it was like they went all out, put TVs and everything. This is the place that, if you remember, did not have TVs. Mm. And then the Phils went to the World Series and they lost a lot of money. So they put TVs in. And um, really, it's just one, usually just one giant uh, uh, projection that drops down. So it's just there for big games. But then they started getting all the soccer people in, and, dude, fucking packed they were the entire – and, you know, done within – it wasn't out of control. It was done within the way that it was kind of – we were guided into doing things. So, yeah, they I, I said it a bunch of times. They won the pandemic as far as Old City goes. I um had something to say, but, Brandon, so you think you're going to play on the stars, right? That's what I, I just gave you your answer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to be a plow in the stars, dancing my ass off my Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt here. Chris, how about you? How was your week? Three days. Yeah, I was about to say, man, for, this week doesn't feel like a week. It only feels like three days. Yeah. It went by so fast. It won't, it won't air until it's a week, so we have to pretend. Yeah, we'll pretend. Well, um, secret. Yeah, things are the same. <laughs> Not changed. I, I, I always have these, like, I want to say this when we come on. I want to say this when we come on, but. Yeah, I nothing. No, I got nothing. <laughs> well, you'll have a week and a half to build up to it. There you go. And I'll forget all the stuff that happened the next week. Yeah, I uh, got um, zap, zap, zapped today. Yeah. Uh, How was that? Tattoos. It sucked. They always suck. Session number three. Only got three more, probably. <laughs> it looks. Looks insane, looks, man. Yeah, it looks dope. It looks good. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen. I haven't seen it after this one, but the. Uh... My favorite is when you get like the second session done and then they start instead of moving on to session three, they go back and start refilling, yeah. you know, mistakes or just like the Gr- ink didn't grayness. hold or yeah, grayness. And they want to get in there and they want to play around with the shit that they already did. And it's like, yeah, can we move on? Yeah. Well, Chris, frankly, it's been going over so long. I don't care what it looks like anymore. Yeah. Chris, Chris, <laughs> uh, the guy that's doing my tattoo is he uh, was saying, he's like, yeah, I like it. Like you show up every week or every month. Cause if I see something that doesn't look great, I just go over it again. Yeah. I mean, like I if, I, if you came back in like a year, it would all look like shit and I would have to redo the whole fucking thing again. So, yeah. Yeah. I had that happen with my leg. You know, he was tearing over some things. Oh, I don't like the way this came out. He's ripping through stuff. Fucking so. Tats. Bro. Yeah. I hate, I hate getting tattooed. I don't know why I still do it, but yeah. I got lots more to get. Uh, also, yeah, so I. also I signed up, I got into the motorcycle training program. So I have to be up at, uh, I have to be in Essington PA at, uh, 7:45 a.m. today and tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Well, it's not too bad. Well, it's till five. 
Oh, fuck. It's the entire day? <laughs> Apparently. Oh. Now, I'm hoping that you get down there, and I'm usually the smartest person in the class. No brag. But uh, I'm hoping that they, like, you know, you're done at, like, two, and then they're like, hey, if you want to stick around and practice some more for the test, you know, you can stay. Which is what it's like when you go take, like, city certification things, where they give you the test, and they're like, oh, we're going to do the test, but you have the entire time to do it, and I'm done in 20 minutes. 100 percent you know what i mean that's what i'm hoping but there's no guarantee so i'm very curious what that crowd's going to be like at a, an all-day saturday motorcycle school in in essington it's in the clarion hotel in essington <laughs> i went well, down to so, okay, people so that I actually went, pay motorcycle ahead, insurance so they're not you know it's free the class so yeah anybody shows up um so you sign up online but it's fucking impossible to sign up online so what I did was, you know, I was recommended to just show up. So I showed up last week, and I was the third person to show up, and they only let one guy in. So you're, like, on standby. Yeah. So I put my information down. They were like, yeah, we can't let you in, but if you put your information down, we might contact you. And they did. They contacted me. Luckily, I answered the phone, which no one answers the phone anymore because, you know, direct TV or uh, your car warranty is up. Yeah, I, I, spent, I spent an entire morning at the Criminal Justice Center because I didn't answer the phone one time. Yeah, got yeah. answer because the DA calling me don't come to court. It's discovery, and I, you know, was like, I don't know, and I went with my wife. Yeah, I went for a. I was a witness of a uh, of a crime in South Philly, and I had to go in as a witness. The first time I went, they were like, "Okay, you can go home." The DA. Second time I went, the no one spoke to me, and then they got up to, and I noticed nobody else was there. And then the DA got up to, you know, they did the docket. When they got up to my case, they were like, yeah, we informed everybody they weren't supposed to show up. And I'm, like, sitting there like, you don't make a stink in court. I just got up and walked out. Never came back. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Fuck you. Fuck y'all. Well, yeah, it's funny, too, like, because you know, you've been there. I don't know if you've ever been in that building, Brandon. But No. So you have to go up usually to, like, the ninth floor in a criminal case. It's the ninth floor. I was hit with a bomb. I was assaulted. Of course, with me being me, I thought it was going to be like an episode of Divorce Court where they were going to be like, we find that this man is not guilty, but the true criminal here is this man. And point to me. And I was going to be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I was nervous the whole time. I couldn't, my brain could not wrap itself around the fact that I was the victim of a crime. Right. It's very difficult to do. So as soon as I had to go You're to court, nervous, I figure I'm in trouble. Sweaty. Yeah, and I really don't have to do shit. All I got to do is talk. And we went in there, but what they do is they file you through a line, and then they get you in the elevator, and the elevator is full of lawyers, cops, cops yeah. uh, accused criminals, yes, and witnesses, def- and and um, and victims, all in the same elevator, <laughs> and they jam it as fucking deep as they can jam it. And they send you upstairs. And I remember the last time I was supposed to go, my, there was there was they um, they took a plea, so I only went to court once for the preliminary trial. But the last time they were supposed to go, I talked to the DA the night before, and he said, "How long will it take you to get here if I call you?" I said, "As long as it takes me to get from my L stop to 13th Street, right?" And then I was like, "But I was like, I was ready. I was like, I'm going to show up at that fucking courtroom at like." eight o'clock in the morning and just take the steps nine floors. Cause I am not getting on that fucking right, elevator. Yeah. I'd rather go to court sweating like a pig. I'm a, huge, I'm a huge fan of the people that come in that are like defendants 
and they look so annoyed to even be there. They look like they just got out of bed. They're wearing street clothes, and mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm there as a fucking witness with a shirt and tie on. And I'm just like, that's usually the case. All you gotta do is y'all don't get it, do you? Like you're in trouble. You have to look like, yeah. like you're not guilty. Don't that's look like <laughs> you're fucking guilty. It's the same thing with traffic court. I showed up. I had a bad traffic court. Like I had like tickets and tickets. This is when I was still drinking and using drugs. So I didn't right. give a shit. Right. But I needed to get a drop my driver's license back, and I went to court. Uh, the traffic court, and I showed up in like you know dress pants and a dress shirt and a tie. I was the only person in there. I got a haircut the day before. Mm-hmm. I shaved. Shaved. I went to yeah. court looking presentable. It's the only time I, I shave with a razor is to go to court. Yeah, and I told when the judge. <laughs> I was probably like the fifth name they called, and when the judge asked me my plea, I said, you know, I, I'm pleading guilty. I, I did all these things. And she said, you know, you know, I could revoke your license. And I told her, you know, I hope you won't do that. I really need my license for this job I'm about to get. And she said she looked around and she said, everybody in this room this is the only person that actually admitted to doing what they got caught doing. And then she hit her gavel and I went back to the back room. I would have had at least a thousand dollars in fines. I paid an eighty five dollar fine. and I got my driver's license. Back. Right. All because I said, yes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and I showed up to court presentable, and I didn't argue with anybody. Yeah, that was the, when I when I went in Wildwood when I first tried to get my motorcycle license. They were like, "You have violations from 1991 or 88 or whatever the fuck it was." Fucking like yeah, like 93, something like that. I remember this. But mind you, this was <laughs> this was five years ago that I dealt with this. <laughs> so <laughs> so I go down to court, and like it's a fucking runaround because they're like, "Oh, we don't have this shit. It's all in paper." You know, these, these tickets were written in paper. We don't have them on file. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I drive down to Wildwood. Then I they tell me, all right, well, we have to set you up a date for the judge. I go back. I'm in court. I'm the only person in shirt and tie. People came in. And this was like October. People came in in fucking flip-flops. There was one couple that were complaining. They were, they were trying to fight their fucking ticket because they were saying that they were stronger than the storm. We was affected by Sandy, and we tried to be stronger than the storm. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, it was so ridiculous. But then, like, when it was all said and done, they were like, uh, Mr. Lardani, you know, um, uh, this stuff looks like it's from a very long time ago. Uh, thank you very much. They always think the judge will always embarrass everyone by saying, thank you very much for showing up like you're supposed to be in court. I go, no problem, Your Honor. And then they asked me, they were like, um, this seems like a long time ago. I was like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I did do this. I don't remember when. I thought I took care of it. And I'm willing to pay the penalty. But I had a warrant. So I ended up having to pay like $300 was my warrant. And then they were like, we're going to send you out to an arbitrator. All said and done, I ended up leaving with a check for like 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's amazing. Brandon, you have any stories uh, like that before we move on? Thank you very much for uh, not being the first person all day to show up in a Tweety Bird t-shirt and Crocs. That's what we usually get to come through here. Munchies, <laughs> munchies tie-dye shirt. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, real quick. So, uh, you know, initially, Rosen, uh, my wife, my wife, and I decided to, when we decided to get married, we knew we wanted to do it before uh, she deployed. So we went to the courthouse at the time she was living in margate so we went to the courthouse margate, in, yeah in new jersey we went to the courthouse in longport there's one courthouse that handles longport margate and venner and it's all the way it's in longport and we sat there 
this guy had like they read off like 50 tickets and people that 50 tickets and people that didn't just didn't show up. They're just like, you know, drunk in public, get more, and we'll, <laughs> just go, give him a warrant, yeah. give him a warrant, yeah. give him a warrant, give him a warrant. It's probably people that are like back in wherever they live. Well, yeah, and then yeah. the plan is, I know what my plan would have been if I was 18 years old. Looks like I'm never going to Margate again. Right. I mean, that's it. And then what you, what happens is you end up getting banged for it when you try to get your driver's license changed not, to a yeah, motorcycle license. It's not you like the old it. days, like it's multi-state database now, and they can mm-hmm. find you if they need to. Yep. Right. You want to talk about uh, wrestling? Let's talk about some wrestling. Okay. So, um, long story short, I am not going to be available for our usual tapings because I will be working and also going to a concert. So I'm completely booked up that day. Triple booked. Um, so we decided to do a retro that we talked about a long while ago, about a month ago, before I didn't tell anybody and I decided to stop doing retros. Um. Chris was talking. How did we get on this about Adrian Adonis? Do you remember? Uh, we got on this because Orndorff. Right at Orndorff. Uh, he interfered in the he interfered in the um, Orndorff Hogan Saturday Night Main Event match from like Adrian, October fourth of that year. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah. And what did what did Jesse Ventura call? Oh, the fat sweat hog. It <laughs> never does make me pop. I laugh every so, time. So, you know, it's funny you say that because he does a few – he does at least one of those things in this match that we're about to talk about. But at the same time, he's the heel announcer. You know, we I, I harp on this shit. But, you know, whatever. The heel announcer can talk shit on the heels too. He's a bad guy. Yeah. When you're, when you're basically a sociopath, you hate everyone. Right. You don't go, oh, I just hate the people that live normal lives, but the people that are complete sociopaths like me, I enjoy their company. Yeah, yeah, they're no, my friends. No, you hate everybody. Villains stand on their own. Heroes stand together. Right. Right? So there you go. Yeah. That's my first gripe of modern wrestling for the day. But there's a few coming here because this is one that emphasizes some shit from the past. So we ended up uh, putting together, Chris actually did all the work. He put together a timeline that built to the WrestleMania blow-off match between Rowdy Rowdy Piper and Adrian Adonis. So I'll just name the beginning, at the beginning, before we talk about it, I'll name what it's listed at on YouTube. So this way, if you want to watch along, you can pause, go watch it. These clips are two minutes apiece. The match itself, I think, is 13. So if you want to yeah, watch it's like along, a total of a half hour. Yeah, like it's a total right. of half an hour of watching. Yeah. If you want to watch along, just when I say the name of the thing, go check it out on YouTube and uh, bang through it real quick, and then just hit play again, and you can listen to our deep, deep, very technical analysis. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, go for it. All right, let's do it. First up, so from January 11th of 1986, we get the Piper's Pit with a new and improved. Adrian Adonis. Brandon, do you want to start since we've Chris and I have just been talking for like an hour? Uh, no, but yeah, I can do this one. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. So we're at what? One eleven? Is this eighty five or eighty six? We're in eighty six. Right? This is yeah, eighty six. So we're in the year of WrestleMania two. Yeah, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2. This is a quite a long build. Adrian Adonis comes out, and he has bows 
stuck to his hair, but not like bows that you would think like a, a woman would put into their hair. These are like you would pull the sticker off the bottom and <laughs> slap them to the top of a gift that you're going to give someone. And he, it, it's, he's got, it's, he's, what it's what your <laughs> uncle does on Christmas. He just takes yeah, all the bows that are all over the gifts and slaps them all over his drunk forehead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. And. And he's announcing that he has jumped out of the closet and there's no brooms behind him. It's amazing. <laughs> so he kind of just like comes out as whatever. I don't know. He's out of the closet. He doesn't we don't really go any deeper with that, but he's got bows on his hair. I think he has like a little bit of a, I forget if he has a dress on at this point or not. But uh, and he's from New York and he can do whatever he wants. And, and this is what he's doing. So this is our, our intro to the new and improved Adrian Thomas. I liked how the crowd was like openly laughing their asses off when he came out, and <laughs> you could hear them like. Yeah, he's so like it's it's just immediately so goofy because he's so gigantic and overweight and has the one of the like manliest faces that you could imagine. Just such an ugly doodad. <laughs> yeah, he's just a big ugly dude, and he's and now he's going to be this effeminate Adrian Adonis. So yeah. Good, good time. Chris, good. Yeah, so there's a couple things here. Um, first of all, you know, Adrian Adonis was – he was in WWE. He was in the AWA. He was a tag team champion with uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. And then he was a tag team champion in WWF with Dick Murdoch, one of wrestling's all-time worst human beings. Um, and they lost those titles to Wyndham and Rotunda which I just wanted to say that because they were, in my opinion, that was a tag team that didn't last long enough and were fucking awesome. Uh, Barry Windham was, was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Just, just to say that, but also he comes in and he gives Piper the jacket, which became the leather jacket that Piper wore, if I'm not mistaken, maybe not that exact one, but that jacket that he wore back when he comes back in WCW and he was wearing the leather jacket later in his career was representative he said it of the one that adrian adonis gave him when he when they were in wwf together that was like a big deal for him he was like his mentor adrian adonis was like piper's mentor about like basically how to handle yourself now i've seen some videos after the fact where some guys have talked about adrian adonis not handling himself well at all as far as beating literally beating the shit out of young guys um but whatever um but yeah, I mean, this is the, the funniest thing. <laughs> I don't know if he gets it into here, but now he's the man of the future and he's yes. coming out of the closet. And essentially he's a bad guy. I, we, we talked about this the last time when we just with the Paul Orndorff one that I think, what did we decide that the 2021 description of the modern description of him would, was queer, right? Cross-dressing queer. Yeah. yeah okay. So we'll just, I mean, he eventually queer, gets there. Right now, he's just – he eventually he's is wearing just, a moomoo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now he's just fabulous as fuck. Yes. Right? I mean, He has really. a leather jacket that he retires, and Rowdy Piper's going, can I keep this? He's like, yeah, well, that's Hall of Fame material. It's Hall of Fame material. But they were buddies back in the day. They were in AWA together, I think, and they were in Oregon maybe together. But it, it it's, it's really like it, <laughs> a sign of the times – which, frankly, with wrestling fans, I don't think has changed too much. You come out as a 
queer man in 2021, they might not be as vocal, but most wrestling fans are going to have the same fucking opinion. I mean, are we right here? Than well, they were? I mean, it depends on what corporation you're with, right? Yeah, exactly. And where exactly. you decide to. I don't know. Like, Jake Atlas is immediately a good guy. R.I.P. Jake Atlas, by yeah. the way. His career is over. He's retired. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Uh, so the next up is, it's it's a couple months. Rowdy Rowdy Piper is gone for a while. He Is he filming a movie? I don't remember what was going on. He went on hiatus, and I, I want to throw this out there. Can I just interrupt you real quick? Because I want to throw this Absolutely. out there. That's what what actually gives him the in, impetus to start having an antagonistic relationship? And I had to look this up. This isn't in any video. Okay. I think the videos out there is probably not worth watching. But the feud kind of starts because Rowdy Roddy Piper comes back as a baby face. Right. Right. Now, mind you, Piper is a baby, and we'll get into this later, but Piper is a baby face and Piper is a heel. It's the same fucking guy. Yeah, he's still a jerk. He's just the same dude. But he comes back working baby face against AJ Petrucci. Who is that guy? As AJ Styles' dad? I don't know. <laughs> So, but remember, this is in the years of squash matches. So he comes right. back working babyface against AJ Petrucci, and the flower shop interrupts his match. Oh, okay. And that's what kind of gets this going, right? Yeah. It's this little thing where Adrian Adonis is now interrupting Piper, and now Piper's annoyed because essentially Piper is a dick. Right. You know, and he's not going to let that slight slide because he's a fucking heel that is now working baby. Right. So if you want to watch along, it's uh, from eight sixteen eighty six. It's the flower shop with Rowdy Roddy Piper with Roddy Piper. Brandon, go ahead. You got you got some analysis for this one because this one's wild. I didn't write anything down for this one. I think I what I was doing at this point was I was trying to kind of figure out what was going on because a lot of time had passed, and now Adrian is fully dressed like a woman, and Roddy Piper, who I always perceived to be the heel, is now perceived as the good guy for for not liking the fact that this guy is dressed like a woman which i think is pretty funny shows what yeah, time so he got dumber or not don I'm sorry um adrian donis goes uh we're gonna invite don morocco out and then instead of don morocco roddy piper comes out and he comes shows up and he says i want my show back i started this piper's pit started this i want my show back and I, i'm taking it back Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it is. You, you do have to point out that, you know, on top of the fact that they are basically turning this guy into a heel just because he's the character that he is. It ain't like he's a nice fucking guy. He's no, he's a jerk off. He's fucking jerk yeah. off. I mean, let's be realistic. It's not like he's not bothering anybody. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those, you know, oh, those guys were picking on me. Well, what did you do? Oh, I didn't do nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> one of those situations. Um, but, uh, now are we at the point? So yeah, he returns to the flower shop and yeah, he so, wants Piper. So yeah. If Piper wants his show back, um, and he's harassing him, har harassing, uh, uh, Adrian Donis. And then AC cowboy Bob Orton, who used to be Rowdy Rowdy Piper's bodyguard shows up. He's got a pink cowboy hat on and he comes as Adrian Adonis's backup. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I mean, and let's be let's be realistic too. Like, all right, so Piper's were it just gets so weird when you think about the lines of babyface and heel. 
because Orton says I was just doing it for the money. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Piper kind of says, I'll give you more money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's not like he gets it, you know, but then all yeah. of a sudden he's been wrong. Like, okay, I understand that you're, he's paying you more money. I'll pay you more than him. You come back to me. So the fact that he went to him for more money, it, that should be okay with you if you're willing to do the same thing. <laughs> Maybe as a long-term contract. I don't it's know. so weird. It's, but it's, I mean, it's great. I'll give you low, but it's just like, and it is also, um, you can tell they are making this up on the fly. They're not being handed scripts. There's a lot of stumbling and bumbling here and there, but they're not like, so the fact that it kind of doesn't make any sense in some points is they're just cutting promos on the fly on one another. Right. You know? This is also the first time that uh, I, during this whole build that Adrian Adonis calls him the man, calls himself the man of 1990, 1995. I, yeah, I am 1995, and I don't know if he's called him yet, but at one point he calls, he refers to Piper as Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. No, I was, I was going to make sure you got that in. That is so funny that he slams him with that. I don't know what the fuck he, he was referencing to he there. Says, okay, yeah. Nixon. An old cre I don't know, like an old Maybe. cheater. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All right, so next up, uh, this is from September 6th of 86. It's also called The Flower Shop with Rowdy Roddy Piper, with Roddy Piper. Um, Roddy Piper says, or no, Adrian O'Donnell says that he has the highest rated show in national television today. Yep. And people are just straight throwing shit at the set. Like balls of trash, it's amazing. Chris, fucking yeah. hot as these fucking people are fucking hot as shit, right? Yeah, I agree. And I think Piper, I'm getting yeah. So I think is this where he shows up with the with the with the weapon on over his shoulder? No, not yet. Not yet, but he's. Oh no, this is where he actually reads the ratings off. Yes, right, he has the ratings, and before. he has the rating, and he says that the only he talks about. You know, the, the genres, the demos, right? Who's watching, who's not watching. And he said in the area of the time, basically they can frame it out in the time frame in which that segment would air. Right after that, the um, the water usage, something or the water usage in the U.S. goes up because he's ranked number one in constipation. Because everyone is in the bathroom. Everybody's taking a shit. Adrian Adonis is so fucking dumb. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, that was uh, so stupid. Uh, I wanted the, such a funny insult, though, to just be like, yeah, hold on. Wait, let me see. There is something here about the flower shop. Your show actually, it, it is number one. Number one at uh, keeping all of the poop in everybody's butts. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, it actually is pretty good. <laughs> Like what? I don't even really know what that means. It's just hilarious to infer. Yeah, that's what your show is going at. Everyone has to go try to get all the poop out of their butt. <laughs> he comes, so and he's full like Danny DeVito as the penguin now. Like the most, he's like powdered face, big like, uh, <laughs> like rouge on all around, all around his eyes, his mascara. Oh god, he totally just, goes off the deep end. By this point, he's off the fucking deep end, man. He's sad more makeup that. by the hour. Yeah, yeah I looked at me hard like. Hey! Yeah, I like that he has the circle around his eye like he's one of the Dalmatians. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's like, 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, Piper comes out and he uh, feels up uh, Adrian Adonis' breast, says he looks like a 34D. And he says that Adrian needs to uh, go home and take the home pregnancy test. His actual quote, the home pregnancy call, test. The home pregnancy test. He calls him pregnant. <laughs> He's grabbing his boobs. He's grabbing his head. <laughs> he, and then he announces Piper's Pit returns next week, which Adrian Adonis completely freaks out. Starts throwing himself all He's flailing like a maniac. Cowboy so Bob good. Orton and, and Jimmy Hart are trying to calm him down. He flops around on the ground. He's knocking shit all over the place. It's amazing. Any other thoughts, man? No. Yeah, this is I, first, and it, it, it. It, it, it turned into like a weekly segment of absolutely destroying the, the set for whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 913, Piper's Pit with Adrian Adonis. That's what you're looking for on YouTube. Piper is back. He's excited. He's there to – he states, no wigs, all man. Mm-hmm. And he is there to interview legendary announcer and interviewer Killer Ken Resnick. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Adrian Donis interferes. Go ahead. Chris, you can go. Well, if you remember, he's not inter- – <laughs> oh, look, I'm being interrupted by Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. Also. Right, yeah, right, like uh, reference from 1986 that no one probably will get. Nowadays, mm-hmm. and and adrian adonis is going on and telling him and you'll love this one jim i don't know if you picked up on this this is right up your alley he's going to tell him that he's he's telling him he's 1995 again and paper mm-hmm. is like watching three episodes of mash in one night i fucking hate mash <laughs> i immediately thought of that as soon as he said that and then it ends he goes to sit down hold on hold on, on before we get to that before we get that okay brandon okay. go ahead no, go ahead. You, you guys got it. This one, I mean, the, the one thing we haven't mentioned at this point, and I think this is happening, is that poor Adrian Adonis is getting, like, markedly heavier over the course of oh of God, these weeks. And it's like when they cut across this thing, like this one now he has, like, the little, uh, like, paint just around one eye now. Now he just has, like, half his face painted. He's wearing, like, a Kentucky Derby hat, and he has, like, blonde, a blonde wig on now down, like, past his boobs. Yeah, he goes. Go he call. He call. He calls. Uh, Adrian Donis calls Roddy Roddy Piper an egotistical ham bone, which I popped mm-hmm. for. And then he says, "Let's debate. We're going to debate in two weeks. We'll debate for the people, and we'll decide." Adrian Donis says, "We'll decide who, which show is better, and which show the people want." And then Roddy Roddy Piper says, "Go ahead, Chris. You can do this part." No, yeah, so Piper tells him we can debate right now. He takes his seat, and then Adonis goes, sure, he goes to sit down. <laughs> Piper yanks the chair out from us. <laughs> so good. So high school cafeteria. <laughs> and remember, like, you got to remember, Adrian Adonis was never a body guy. But when he left to come back as this character, he was like – he left. He was like 250. He came back. He was like 290. No, oh, he's huge. Like gigantic. He's only. I looked at it. He's only 5'11. And he's got like pin By legs. By the end of this, and he's all yeah. torso. He's a giant ball of tit and gut. He's got no ass. <laughs> and by the end of this, he's well over three bills. He looks like like a potato clock. That's what he looks like, with toothpicks oh my stuck in him. God. <laughs> All for living the gimmick right there. So he pulls a chair out and he falls, but he's 
it's kind of cutting to commercial, but he's rolling around like a turtle, flailing all over the place. <laughs> Fucking brilliant, man. So now we got uh, September 20th, so it's 9.20, and this is still 1986. And it's called Piper Cleans Up the Flower Shop. It's on YouTube. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Um, this is the I don't broom. Know what the, I think he's got the this broom. This is where he's got a broom and he's sweeping. This was definitely filler. But I like the part <laughs> it's where. It's got some jigs in it. Go ahead. Before they get to that, like Adrian Adonis is trying to clean up the flower shop. Like he's like putting flowers back and he's he's got something that looks like, I guess, an orchid. It's fake whatever it is and he's going yeah, my tulips my prize tulips he's i think they i think the orchid has a name right yeah oh, like, like yeah like nancy or something like that brandon mm-hmm. yeah we're getting into the again he's now he's got i'm look i'm trying to pull these up now he has like a pink bonnet on one eye painted and piper comes in with the broom and we once again just destroy the the set and piper's like getting his good golf swing in with the broom, throwing shit all over the place. This is like a 90 seconds of just nonsense. Yeah, at one point he's like, it ain't my fault. <laughs> yeah, this is this about. is like, fill it, keep it going. It's, somebody was giving him the old, like, pulling the hands apart, like, make this longer, because it's, right. it, yeah. So now we're getting down to the, to the closing segments, getting closer to WrestleMania. Not really. When the fuck did WrestleMania happen? So... Was it still in Not April back then? 87? Yeah, it was It was in March. Oh, in March, okay. It was in March. So next up, we got 9, 9.27. Yeah, 9.27, we got the Piper's Pit versus the Flower Shop on YouTube. Chris, I'll let you start because I missed this part. So, yeah, I mean, I have my, because this was actually one of those ones I couldn't go off off script. There was I had notes for this because there was so much of this. Um, there's basically a rap battle between the two of them. Um, Adrian Adonis is going to have uh, Tom Morocco on, uh, but he doesn't come out. But Tom Morocco comes out on the other side, and then Piper, the genius that he is, is now got is surrounded by heels, and he's going to start bad mouthing Tom Morocco, right? And I can't. I can't understand. It takes them like 10 minutes to attack them. <laughs> like they're having this weird tit for tat. And then eventually it takes them like 10 minutes. Now, does he bust them over the head with a flower pot? Brandon? It's like a bouquet. He, he yeah, 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 yeah. Like a bouquet. After Roddy Piper drops like this insult, we call somebody fatso. And I think it's Don Morocco comes over or Adrian, one of them come over. And he goes, who, who are you calling fatso? And Roddy Piper just goes, looks at both of me, goes, take your pick. Like, they're <laughs> so all fat <laughs> He starts making fun of um, Don Morocco, who I think looks fantastic. Right. He starts making fun of Don Morocco's clothes. Don Morocco, in my opinion, in this video, looks fucking great. He's got his Hawaiian shirt and his suit coat, his white slacks and his beard. Hawaiian, <laughs> man. He's from Hawaii. Awesome, man. He looks great. Um. But they end up, yeah, but like I said, it, <laughs> it takes them 10 minutes to beat them up. And then eventually they get them to the ground. They start working the knee. They put the chair to the knee, which is like, you know, uh, and then they start wiping, r- drawing all over them in makeup. Now, I'm going to go for it because you were saying, like, why did it take so long? 
he then disappears, and the next time we see Piper, the the I got really confused with this because mm-hmm. uh, if you go on, if you go on YouTube and you watch that Saturday night's main event with Hogan and Orndorff. Now, to reverse this a little bit, go all the way back, Orndorff, the reason why Orndorff had turned on Hogan on this part is because Adonis was needling him. Mm. And he caused the heel turn. Now, you fast forward years later, when you look on that, I think it's a British guy that posts these things. And when you look, it's in the uh, month-day-year format. Mm-hmm as opposed to the day month year format that we use. So it's either yeah, a military we use guy month, or a... day year. They right. use day year month. Day year month, right? No, day, no, no, no. Day month year. Sorry, we're all confused. We use right. we use month first, they use day first. Right, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. And I looked at this and it was from 410 and I'm like, how the fuck does this fit in? Hmm. And then I ended up going doing some research and it was actually from October 4th, maybe 6. But it really threw me for a loop when I looked at this. So if like, you know, I had a hard time getting this timeline down that eventually I was like, wait a minute. And I went on another website and it showed it. But um, that was essentially the spark to mania, which happened like three months later. I think they Mm -hmm. just kind of danced around each other for like three months. Or they wrestled on the house show circuit every night. Yeah, that's probably what it is. You didn't hear a thing. They just did promos on one another on on Saturday. Remember, it's Saturday afternoon. It ain't raw. Right. Yeah, you know, this one was long, though. You, if, if you're enjoying it, watch all 10 minutes. But you do not miss like the end because it is fucking hilarious. These sets that I'm referring to are not like what you'd imagine as like a TV show set. It's like uh, like almost like one of those like half walls that you would put up. So it's like a bunch of pieces of wood on hinges that just fold out together. And when they decide to attack Roddy Piper, that and slam him into everything. The set is like falling apart. It's falling on to everybody. They're like, oh, even the guys it's, that are like, it, cause you can tell it's all, the right way. Yeah. Like if Bob Orton just gets hit with like a wall and he's like trying to like, like put it in the right place. <laughs> Don Rocco is just like pulling posters off the wall and just ripping them in half and then th- throwing them on top of Roddy Piper. They're just repeatedly hitting him with flowers. Like it's just so much crap. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> But you just watch it, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? It's all trash. <laughs> so In last the best up, way possible. Yeah. So last up before the uh, big WrestleMania match, we got Rowdy Pipe, Piper destroys the flower shop. These sets have been destroyed so many times. This is from uh, 10-4 of 86. Chris, go well, can I just Yeah, let oh, me just throw this out there. He destroys a set. These sets are like the flower shop gets destroyed a few times. The Flower Shop, which they have already told us storyline-wise, is a television show that's been canceled. Yet they keep rebuilding this set for a TV show that's been canceled. <laughs> yes. But he's doing it. He's selling the knee. I remember I remembered it like it was yesterday. He swings the cane or the crutch, and he falls, takes it out with a bat, right? He's yes. swinging the bat, and he swings it and falls on his ass because he's got the bad leg. I mean, he's really selling the bad knee. Yeah, he kicks over the background and falls into the table like pretty hard, and that just like crumbles underneath him, and he just ends up like it ends with him just standing there amongst all of this like shrapnel, just screaming. 
like he had snuck onto the abandoned flower shop set. My uh, my wife is going to a show tonight at a place called Walmart Beach. I asked you earlier, but I'll ask you on the cast. Do you need beach tags for Walmart Beach? You, you probably do. So basically, so basically they do like you know, run, but it's DIY. So you park at the Walmart in South Philly and you walk down a trail and it's one of the abandoned piers out there. And they just play. They play or they have parties and stuff. So she's going to the show. So a couple friends of her are in the band. Of hers are in the band. I can't go. I got to be up early. All right. Last but not least, the big the big payoff. WrestleMania 3, Piper vs. Adonis, which we find out, which I didn't remember until I put it on. It's a hair vs. hair match. Chris, go ahead. Well, it's also Piper's last match. It's his retirement. Oh, he's retiring for good? He's retiring. This is going to be his last match. Because remember, he's re- he says it in the, in the promo. Now's your heat retreat. Now's your honor. Dude, this was Roddy there. Piper's magnum opus. This, yes, this, this was thing. his retirement yeah. match. Well, I did a little research right before we started this. And it was at WrestleMania 3 where he was approached to do They Live. Right. Do you think he was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. I quit. Hey, Vince, I'm done. <laughs> and they just worked it in. No, I'm Hey, I'm it done wasn't... here. Did they approach him at WrestleMania three? I at thought it was WrestleMania three, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was after. I thought it was before that, but no. So go ahead. All right, let's get into this because okay, first of all, I didn't remember. Oh, by the way, Chris, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. How tall did you say Adrian Donis was? You said five ten. Five ten. He's five six. He was five six. Oh my god. He was five fucking six. Oh my god! <laughs> Why did I get five? Well, what are, a, oh real, god, see, a real potato. He was over three fucking bills. He had that gun hanging over. Like you Excuse didn't me? see him in Rex. <laughs> a gun. Oh my god. He had the fupa. He had that like. I mean, like the he's got. And the funny part about it is, it wouldn't be half as bad if you took that whole frontal upper upper dickle area, like the whole dick root area is nothing but fat. And if you had scraped that and slapped half on one ass cheek and half on the other, he would just be a fat dude. That's not the way it works. <laughs> he had his fucking trunks. He, had, and he also had his trunks pulled up like r- in the middle of his gut. So it's fat. <laughs> uh, and the funny thing, yo, the best part about this is you know none of this is an accident. No, he did it all. He's purpose. back yeah. there putting these trunks on, saying to himself, "How can I look as disgusting as humanly possible?" Hate, it's and, completely hateable. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, when you, this is, I mean, this is fucking WrestleMania in the Silver Dome, and when he comes down to the ring, they are chucking shit at him. Yep. Like, these people fucking hated him. And once again, yo, you could have played that character any way you wanted to play it. The guy was just a fucking disgusting dickhead. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, in the beginning, you got Roddy Piper doesn't like him because he doesn't want his children to see this in the sport that he loves. Right. Okay, yeah, whatever. But like I said before, it's not like he was a nice guy and they were just picking on him. He was such a jerk off. And they are fucking 
pelting him with shit while he's on that WrestleMania three cart. <laughs> the cart, yeah. Carry it. Um, but to get into it, I forgot how this match went. I forgot that it was hair versus hair until like a couple weeks ago. I remembered. I n- forgot about the the um, the retirement. I forgot about all this stuff. And the reason why this match is like a, it's. I mean, we can agree that this fucking thing is a hidden gem. Oh my god, it's so much fun. I mean, this is one of the funnest matches I've watched in fucking years, decades. And it's thirteen minutes. But it's thirteen minutes long. And it is on the same card as Hogan Andre, which is a big deal. I, I'm not a fan of it, but it's a big deal to people. And Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage. Right. Widely considered the best WrestleMania match of all time. Right. And it gets does. I don't think it gets the credit that it deserves for being as fucking ridiculous and as fun and as perfect as it could be. And this match is perfect. It's the epitome. It is the shining example of a fucking heel getting his comeuppance. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look good at, and I'm going to say look good, he looks great, but he doesn't look good as a fighter at all. No, he looks completely inept. He looks inept. He gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets, and he bumps like a goddamn machine. He flies, he's 300 some pounds. (laughs) Five foot six, it's fucking flopping. Jimmy Hart's getting crushed by Oh my god, when Piper throws Jimmy Hart at Adrian Adonis and Adrian Adonis carries him to the ropes and then flips backwards on the outside, but also makes sure nobody gets hurt, like he does the handstand flip thing, oh my god, amazing Fucking and like I said before, and this is where you really see it so Piper, I'm laughing so hard I got my glasses up because they're fogging on me Piper is doing the same shit he always does he changes nothing right he's the baby face here this guy is the ultimate heel when he gets in trouble what's he do thumb to the eye <laughs> he cheats he's fucking creep piper right but let's fast forward to now where the the baby faces are dastardly and we get annoyed when they do shit that they do because it doesn't make any sense well why is that because the heels suck yeah Right? Like, everything, it's just, you don't have this, I, I'm not even talking about the character, obviously. I'm talking about just the skill in which this guy fired people the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Right? Fired people the fuck up. To the point where at one point, I mean, he's such a shitbag, and he's so disgusting that the heel announcer calls him fucking Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Jesse Ventura calls him Humpty Dumpty at this. He's like, one of we're going to either have a bald Scott or Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Brandon, I want to hear your thoughts on this. You're right, Chris. Yeah, this is totally a hidden gem, and it, I think it's worth like shining the light on. I've, I went back and watched this whole WrestleMania, and because it's so early in it, you don't expect it to be as good as it is. It can kind of sneak past you, but when you highlight it like this, couple, like not to harp on it, I know we already talked about it, but if you have that big of a gut and you go with the move of pulling the shorts or the underwear over the gut and just run the the waistband over your belly button you just look like a giant baby so it's just yes. it's just like this big baby huey so it's and it's just a pink trunks on so he's, he's pink he's got pink skin and pink trunks so he looks nude at times. and the bleached hair yeah he just looks like a total freak like he just looks like a big fat freak 
<laughs> and he's taking the craziest he's taking the craziest bumps. That one where they whip him into the post and he puts his arms in the middle ropes and puts his head down and like front flips over yeah, the, the turnbuckle and that, like lands the ass flop. onto the amazing. Yeah. So funny the 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 uh moves that he's doing, like selling the shit out of Piper. There's a there's a great shot we realized that just fucking size of this event when Piper comes out and he runs into the ring and they kind of like they you see the whole crowd and they zoom in on him and he's just like you could just like feel the adrenaline pumping through him and it's like right. that's a classic shot right there you can't miss that um, and then he, he basically wins the match and then sort of just gives up um, and then Brutus Beefcake come, comes in and and they don't you don't see anyone do this shit anymore but it was so funny especially at that time he like pumps. Roddy Piper back up like you got to like get energy back into him and he's like Rah! he gets up and he's coming back for part two and, and gets him in the sleeper hold so entertaining <laughs> well, I like you know here's oh, go ahead again I'm sorry no I was gonna say like you know the the finish is brilliant because the finish comes aside from you know beefcake the finish comes when and let me just say this, because I believe now I'm definitely correct. This is pre uh, parasailing or, or, or uh, wind sailing accident beefcake. Yes. When beefcake was nowhere near as annoying as he was. Yeah. He was still. Or as he became. As he became. I'm sorry. He was still male stripper and not barber. Yes. He hadn't kind of made that transition yet. And when you look at male stripper beefcake, the character's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I listened to, to the, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I listened to an interview with Roddy Piper about this. Uh, you can confirm if this is true or not, because even he wasn't sure. But he was saying that this is why he became Barber Beefcake. I think because so too. He cut the hair in this match. Adonis is the one that comes out with the shears. With the shears, and then he, yeah. He goes to do that move, and he he hits him into the ropes, and then he like bonk back onto his own head and fires him, and then Brutus Brutus picks them up, and that's what I think why he was became the barber. Terrible. Uh, we yeah. we missed we missed this talking about it though. He hits the goes to hit him with the cheers, and he hits. I mean like inept. It looks so Talk bad. Too. Like, he puts he, them on the fucking ropes, and then he's just like boo bang well, on his own. <laughs> listen, that's pro that's probably a rough one. You don't want to screw up because you lose you hit it too far near the top, and that point's gonna go right in your eye. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's probably one of them ones where like, yeah, I'll do this, but I don't think there's a way to do this and make it look good and not be really, really fucking dangerous, possibly really dangerous. But just the like I said, he goes in, he talks shit for a fucking year and then he comes out and he's completely inept but the finish is along with all his other ineptitude he puts the sleeper which by the way the sleeper's called irene yes because it puts everybody to sleep good night irene good yeah. night irene he he puts him in the sleeper and lets him go yes thinking he won thinking he won and he's like dancing around saying that he was the winner <laughs> He's doing this like prancing. Oh God, fucking brilliant this match yes. is, and so short. And so, they tell a tremendous story in thirteen fucking minutes. Now I don't think you're gonna get anything more than thirteen minutes out of that fucking blob. But, but I mean, dude, I, yo, that fucking work rate. I mean, that guy was. It was just fucking incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. Highly and nobody recommend. did moonsault. Yeah, no moonsaults. No, no super flipping. Kicks. No super nope, kicks. No super kicks. Amazing. 
So our, our finale is we get a bald um, Adrian Adonis, correct? Partially bald. He, Partially like, bald. They, they, they cut like the front half of his hair. Roddy Piper was saying I, when the interview I looked up that he was like, it's really hard to cut wet hair. Wet hair, the guy's yeah. soaking wet. So that's why he gave it to Brutus. And he's like, I don't want to do this here. You you cut the hair. And you see Brutus well, like trying to fight through. And he gets about a third of the way done. And they start beating, beating the shit out of him again. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure I'm getting this wrong, but I'm fairly certain. So this was the WrestleMania in which Pritchard was there. He wasn't a member of WWF yet. It wasn't working for them. And after that match, you know, he was basically getting hired. So they invited him to the, they were invited him to the mania. And after that match, he told them, you got to get cheap shears. You can't do this with regular, Clippers. you know, uh, Clippers. It doesn't work. He got it because they had done it multiple times in Houston and it never worked. And they went and got cheap shears and it worked every time. And he says, like, yeah, I told them after that, you got to get better Clippers than that. Or you got to get cheap shears or it won't work because you can't cut wet hair with, with Clippers. Hmm. Very interesting. That's very interesting. Any final thoughts on WrestleMania three Piper versus Adonis? This could be one of my greatest matches of all time. One of your favorites? One of my favorites. I yeah. 13 minutes. Cause like, you know, sometimes like I, you know, you get used to watching wrestling in a certain way and seeing a certain thing and what we watch every week. And you get used to that being the way it's done. And then when you go back and you watch the old shit, you say to yourself, you know, the forearms to the back. And some of it's just like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's difficult to find matches where the work is really great. Mm. Right. So like, you know, it's very hard to find that you're looking at most of those matches involve macho man or steamboat or flair. Most of those matches I'll throw, um, like Barry Windham and those guys into those matches. But other than that, a majority of WWF's talent was all character driven. And most of those guys were really like, you know, I mean, you're getting into the hacksaw Jim Duggan years and nothing against hacksaw Jim Duggan, but these guys aren't technically sound. No, you know what I mean? It's all storytelling through character and the, and the, and you can see even back then sports entertainment versus pro wrestling, right? You'll get a main event of, Hogan, Andre, which is a, I'd rather watch paint fucking dry. Right. Or, or, and then you go to the NWA and you're getting, I mean, this would be a few years later, but you're getting young sting, surfer sting versus flair. Right. Right. Or surfer sting versus Muda. This is like, this is the difference between the two. Um, and I think it's all, the, the reason why I always gravitated to the NWA. You know what I mean? I remember seeing that on channel 17 and being like, what the fuck is this? Right, right, right. So it's like, it's hard, but then you have to, if you look, you can see, look at the story. Just look at the story that's being told work rate, the ability to do moves and all this stuff kind of goes out the window. I mean, we talked about this when we were watching one time, you look at Hogan, couldn't work with it. I, I I think he's boring as fuck. But man, when he's you look at him now as an adult, and I'm like, dude, he is playing to the guy in the last row of the fucking stadium. Mm -hmm. And that's what. And you watch those matches now, and you go, he's fucking awesome. Right. You know what I mean? And not because his move set, not because he was such a he wasn't flipping and doing super kicks. He was fucking telling a story, and hmm. he was good at it. And a racist. Well, you know that too <laughs> but i mean you know listen he's sorry he got caught yes of 
course. Brandon, final thoughts? Yeah, a uh, couple things that I want to touch on just as we wrap this up. The crowd, there are 90-something thousand people are in here. Like uh, Something like this in front of that many people, like you just can't really miss. That's such a big part of watching this. You're like, holy shit, there's just people on top of people as far as I can see. And people so are many, just losing their fucking shit over this match. So many people going nuts about this. Jesse Ventura rules in this the whole time. I think that that's one of the most underrated jobs is like that early in the match, uh, they, <clears throat> they're fighting over the strap and Piper's hitting him with the strap. Adonis comes back and gets the strap and he's like, uh, I think it's Gorilla Monsoon's the other yeah, commentator. Monsoon. Yeah. yeah. Is like, he's hitting him too many times and, and Ventura stands up and he's like, he was like, Piper was doing it to him first. He's like, well, he didn't do it that much. Well, that's because he got the strap taken off him. It's like, <laughs> make it make sense for people. Like, just that say that sense. stuff to make it make sense. It goes so far. Like, that goes so far. Um, that, and the, I'm surprised you haven't said this yet, Jim, but both these guys very much dead. Yeah, yeah, very much died. Died. yeah, The only one still alive from this is uh, Brutus and Hebner and uh, Jesse Ventura. They're still alive. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart's still kicking, too. Yeah. That's just crazy. Jim, let me tell you something. So old school wrestling mentality. A friend of mine went to the restaurant that they have in Tampa, Hogan yeah. and Hart. Yeah. And guess who's working the host stand? Yeah, it's Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Still goes to work every fucking day. Yep. Like, he's not going to sit on his ass and collect. He's going to make sure he's in there making fucking money. It's amazing to me. Okay, baby. Wow. But also, can I can I ask this question? After watching that match, can we safely say, and I know this really, I mean, it does mean something, because we talk about this a lot when we talk about the old matches, that both the incarnations of the Monsoon announced team, I don't think there's been anything like that since. When you go Monsoon and Jesse and Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. Dave Meltzer would disagree. What would Dave Meltzer say? Kevin Kelly Dave Meltzer, and every year, Rocky Romero? Every year voted that on the, his observer, observer, that Jesse and uh, uh, Gorilla Monsoon were the worst announced team in wrestling. That's because they wouldn't give him any information. Probably he probably, probably asked he probably asked Gorilla Monsoon for information, and old Gino probably threatened fucking kill him. Right. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Yeah, that's fucking embarrassing. I had no idea that that happened, but I'm much less into any commentators than you guys. I really tune them out ninety yeah. percent of the time. So no, there's it really good comes out when that. someone's doing good an excellent job. Yeah. I mean, at this point, at this point yeah, at this point, I'm tuning it out because I'm. Trying not to get distracted, and I just want to watch the match. Or no, no, when we're recording, I'm trying to watch, listen to them, so this way we can talk about stupid shit that right. they said. But if I, 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 I can easily watch professional wrestling with no sound. I don't need it. I think subconsciously, I'm just going, these guys are going to add nothing to this for me. Right. I'll just act as if they're not there. Um but you do notice, like, oh, I, I forget that you can add so much to it by doing that job well. It happens so infrequently now mm-hmm. that I almost forget that when, when I watch something like this, I'm like, holy shit, these guys add so much to this match. And well, we praise we praise AEWs. In that. I was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say that right now. We I was going to say if, we, if there's a screw up, like if there's a any kind of like you know stutter step or things get a little messy, they 
make sure that they acknowledge it and they talk about how that now affects what's happening afterwards. Right. Right. Because, you know, you watch football, guys make the go to make the turn and they slip. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. These are professional yeah. athletes. Right. You know, guys in the guy, guys in, in UFC fights, they fall. Things happen, you know, and, you say, oh, and then the other guy capitalized. Oh, that could have been a big run, but he slipped on the turn. It happens. Yeah. Why not acknowledge it? Why just be like, oh, you know, um, Let me change I don't know, whatever. Let me change the subject. Something weird. That's, right. yeah. But you're starting to see now, as I watch as much wrestling as I watch, and now that we have, I hate just, I'm not going to use the word. We have an a um, a uh, well, alternative alternative to <laughs> w- <laughs> We have a gun to WWE. You can see the difference in vision, right? Yeah. So. It also doesn't, you know, with AEW, it's a hit and miss sometimes, but it's not the same fucking bullshit every week, which is the difference. That's why people different are at gravity. Yeah, that's why they're gravitating towards AEW. You know? Yeah. Like, I have conversations with people and they say, well, yeah, but I mean, they have these matches and it doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, but it's it's different than the week before. Who yeah, cares? I didn't want to watch Max Caster versus the other guy, but it was different than watching the same fucking match. Watching friggin' the uh, Irish guy or Scottish guy wrestle Bobby Lashley. Whatever <laughs> the fuck they got going on. Yeah. 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 Brandon, go ahead. You have any more points? Yeah. On the AEW topic, like, look, we have to talk about this shit every week. We don't have to. We choose to. And and within that, within that, um, you're, I'm week to week. I'm, I might have different mindsets, but the, someone just trying to do something different and trying their best at it goes a long way. It's like I'm very receptive to that. So yeah, the, the, the shows are getting better. Um, I'm ha- happy to to complain about that shit compared to just being on here and talking about uh, see what what happened with Raw this week. Uh, Let's yeah, try yeah, like to find something Bobby entertaining. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. You got anything else to talk about? Brandon? No, I got nothing else. So uh, This was a good pick. I fucking love this. This was fun. I did have yeah, to watch, it was... I did have to watch the final match right before we went on because I was backed up on everything, but I was able to watch it. It's fun. Okay, Chris. Yeah, it was it was a little bit confusing when we went through it in the beginning and we found that it was a little bit hard to hold on to. Uh, but you know, and and, and once again, man, when I got to the final match, I hadn't seen it in so long. And I was like, I sat here and I watched it. I was like, this is, oh, I will tell you something. I wanted to talk about this. Go ahead. So we watched this match on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I attempted to watch it on Peacock. Through all the fast forwarding and all the bullshit I had to do that took forever. When I hit play, I got a screensaver that was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> that's what i got so now we're at the point we're at the point that now look wrestlemania I, season three it was on yeah wrestlemania they, season three the way they fucking list everything it's such season shit, three so you have to click through three things and you have to click backward from the last one yeah, so 30, so whatever, 40, whatever this, fucking one we are getting. The buttons, yeah. 37 or whatever they're up to now. Hitting the buttons, I finally get to it. Uh, there's a lag in the in the response from the controller, so I go past it, and then I go back up to three, and I go past it, and then I go back down to three, and I go past it. 
um, I finally get to it, and I can't even. And I finally fast forward through all the all the stuff I'm not watching, and I cannot even watch it. It won't let me. Now I don't pay for this. I have Comcast. I have Xfinity. It's free. I do, however, pay for sixteen dollars to get to watch broadcast television. I looked at my bill. I made the mistake of looking at my cable bill. Never do that. <laughs> but um, yeah. And it didn't even work. So what about all these people that are paying for this? It's, it is such a, uh, can, I mean, like, I, I, I give a shit. He got his money. Yo, I'm, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I, I've kind of always like, we've talked about him. Maybe he's selling, maybe he's doing this. And I'm thinking to myself, nah, he's not going to sell the company and they run it. And the kids run. It. Is this just the final money crap? Hmm. It's a lot Before. of money. A couple billion. Oh, a lot hey, of money. I, I, God bless yeah. them. I'll fuck yeah. them. But you know what I mean. Go for it. But this looks to me like it's like I've sold my content, the rights to my content over the next few years to a company that doesn't give a shit about it. They just want content. They want things to have. They just want content. Stuff yep. that people yep. keep keep their eyes on the ads that they're running during their shows. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah. I, I think it's great that you complain about that because it's you're completely right. And uh, like I work for an app, so I can see exactly what's going on here. And this is all of all that this is like a, on Comcast perspective is like claim the land, get the content, buy the stuff, worry about building it and making it good. That's the last priority that they're in the phase of just like own the stuff, make sure that it's under our control the last we'll get five percent more money if we make it work well and the, the shitty part about that is that the wwe we've talked mentioned this before the wwe app was perfect they already mm-hmm. had it solved and it's not hard at all for them to have just plugged into that but that would probably have to fucking take you out of the peacock universe and they're well, like no we don't want to do right? we don't want to do that we just want our own tab in here of of shit navigation that we have yeah, to well, go through so that's everybody thing, like, fucking bitch about if you, this stuff Keep if you hit if you if you leave and you hit the wwe uh app as opposed to peacock and then all peacock's ads for i don't know the apprentice or whatever the fuck shows are on peacock like you don't see them because they're trying to get a wrestling fan to go watch i don't know reruns of some television show just so they can run they're trying yeah they're trying they're trying to get them to watch what's their new show I don't want shit on TV. What is their new show? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know what it is. Boss Baby. SVU. <laughs> the Boss, Boss Baby. SVU. Part four. I'm the Boss Baby. All right, let's get out of here. The Boss yeah, Baby. Now we're, we've gotten back to the Boss Baby. We've come full circle. This was fun, the though. Boss I think baby, that... Adrian Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, <man. laughs> This was fun, though. I think, you know, we'll figure out how often we want to do these or when it works and when it doesn't. But I think it makes sense to pick something good and do it in a little bit more long form like this as opposed to a segment. And weekly, it gets a little tough because we got enough shit in our lives going on. All right. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number 4 Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Next week, we'll be back with AEW coverage. Two weeks. No, next week. We'll be back with some AEW coverage. We'll have lots to talk about. I got the stardom oh, stuff I got to talk about. Thing, I got all kinds of things to talk about. I got things to shit on Vince with NXT about, too. So. Yeah, that, too. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim, and we will be back here next week. Adorable Adrian!